Kirkland brand uh, Black Widow out there. <laughs> you know, they're brewed in the same factory, so it's really the same Black Widow. <laughs> it's the same Black Widow, but it's just repackaged with this new Crystal Dynamics logo. Honda record the 2020 Honda piece records the 2001 wind surfer is that what it was called wind rider windstar windstar <laughs> a deeply deeply appropriate name for a minivan the windstar you used we- to be a star but now you're just traveling the wind that's nice. You gave the Windstar some video game wisdom at the beginning of the show. You're That's welcome. Good. You're welcome. That's what I do. <laughs> it's a great car. David, I've been released from the grips of The Last of Us. It must be nice. It feels really good to not have to play this game anymore. <laughs> I, would, I would think so. I would think that it would be a relief. It kind of is. I couldn't stop playing. So the the situation was weird. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't stop playing the video game but I also wanted it to be over. And now it is. Is it like the is it like the video game equivalent of like picking a scab or something? I think it's the video game equivalent of eating an incredibly spicy meal and mm. like you're halfway through it and you have made the mistake of ordering far too spicy of a meal, but it is still tasty. Mhm. And you are still hungry. Yeah. So you you do want to get through the meal, but it is painful to experience as it goes down. Yeah. And then you make the fatal flaw of touching your face, your eyeballs. Mistake. Yeah. Touching your, your uh, the tips of your fingers directly into your eyeball, <laughs> which I, I always make that mistake. I, yeah. It's easy mistake to make. Sometimes just you just got to touch else. your eyeballs. <laughs> Um, so I was, uh, uh, just real quick, it is Video Game Podtimism, the Optimist Video Game Variety Show, where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. I'm Chase. I'm David. I had a request from M. Uh-huh. We just watched Hamilton yesterday oh, on I, Disney+. I watched Disney it Plus. Well. Pretty good musical. I think there's no, no real doubt on that one. Yeah. She asked if we were going to mention it in our podcast. Okay. Uh, I... I saw no way of connecting Hamilton to video games, but I would like to see if we can figure this out for the intro. How Hamilton relates to games? Just let's let's get it into the podcast somehow that makes sense. Hamilton is actually starring Hamilton from Overwatch. Is this true? Isn't there a Hamilton over, in Overwatch? Hammond. Uh, so Hammond. close. I was so close. So close. So close. Damn it. Okay. I was confident on that one. I apologize. That's okay. We'll take another pass at it. I almost had it. Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of sounds like Lin-Manuel Miranda. Hamilton Pro Skater? I think think we can make a manual, a a sweet manual joke into into Lin-Manuel Pro Skater. I think there's there's an avenue there. It could be like a trophy. It could be or like a trophy. Like do a manual for like a thousand feet. Yes. Lynn Manuel Miranda. That's pretty good. You do have to be singing a song while it's happening. Do you, does it like pick it up on the microphone or something? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is getting really complex now. It is. This is like a skater game, and so it is uh, filled with a bunch of uh, a bur- burnout pot smokers. And so uh, you will have to be singing, I'm not going to share my pot. 
instead if I'm not going to miss, uh, miss my shot. I'm not going to share my pot. And now I'm not going to share my pot. While you're doing the manual. Okay. The Lynn manuel the, the Lynn the Lynn manual. manual Miranda. Okay, that's better. The manual Miranda. The manual Miranda. Is there something that rhymes with Lynn that's funny? Um, Bin? No. Gin? Wait a second, wait a second. I want to go back a few steps. Okay. If you fall and hit your lower leg with your skateboard after trying to perform a manual. Okay. I think it's the Shin Manual Miranda. Shin Manual Miranda. That's a connection, I think. That was... was any of this funny for anyone involved? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I don't if think there's any jokes coming out of this part. <laughs> I think it's more entertaining to think about how you could make Hamilton into a music or a video game. See, they don't do this very often. I feel like video games get movie tie-ins pretty frequently. They get comic book tie-ins. They get like book tie-ins sometimes. That's a little bit more rare. Mm-hmm. Rarely the video game musical tie-in. You know, it could actually be kind of fun, right? If you think about it, you just combine Just Dance, uh-huh. the vocal section of like Rock Band, uh-huh. of course VR, the hottest thing going right now. Yeah, you have so to. So you're like on stage singing, doing the dances. And manualing. And man- <laughs> manualing Miranda-ing. Uh, and then Shin Manuel, Shin Manuel Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> yeah, you're doing that. That's the that's the game. That's it. You just do it. For, you do it for three hours. You get a one minute break in between in between halves. It's an it's it's, it's an exhausting video game to play. Really exhausting. You start off as you start condition. off as just one of the background dancers, mm-hmm. and then you eventually work your way up to being Hamilton. This sounds like a ridiculous idea, but I bet there is a niche of people who would eat this fucking video game alive if this was released. Why not? You don't even have to do it VR. You could just do singing in Just Dance. But yeah, no, Hamilton you have version. the DDR pad and the and the vocal mic. I bet people would... This just went from comedy to a game pitch. Yeah. Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome to We're Making a Game. <laughs> uh, have you been playing video games, David? Uh, just The Last of Us. That's it. Yep. Still in the pain world. Still in pain I'm living in pain land. I took took a break from video games for a second to visit the real life game of social interaction with my family for the first time in six months. (laughs) Also um, potentially painful (laughs) given the the current circumstances. No, it was good. It was good. But yeah, still playing The Last of Us Part 2, slogging through, been playing for like 30 hours now. I'm just like, where is this game going? I don't know. (laughs) Am I going to get to visit my hometown or that's what's now my town I live in? Yep. Sandy B. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No yeah. spoilers. Maybe. Maybe. Also, how do they put Seattle and Sandy B in the game? It is a little odd that they've chosen both of the places that we live in for the locations in this video game. It does kind of feel like a simulation. It's weird. It's weird yeah. times. Anyways, yeah. say no more. I haven't finished yet. But yeah, still, still good. I don't know if I love it as much as i as i did last time i don't yeah. think i like the abby part quite as much as i do the ellie part so far yeah i don't know it just doesn't feel some of the some of the the scenes that are supposed to be like these action set pieces just don't feel as polished they feel a little wonkier hmm. it almost feels like they kind of tacked this section on later than they yeah. were intending to because I don't, I don't know i felt that a couple of times with other naughty dog games that there's just like they just shove or not shove but they put 
a different part of the game in there that just seems somewhat secondary yeah to everything else not not that it's bad but that it's just not quite to the same quality as to the rest of the game that i had already played but still good still really good i'd say yeah i i'd I'd agree with that like i don't think it's a spoiler to talk about the fact that you play as abby later in the game no i don't think so but uh you do end up playing as her and like I was pretty against that immediately. Like my first reaction was like, God damn it. I don't want to have to do this. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I enjoyed the section after like getting through most of it. Mm -hmm. They're they're definitely taking a risk and kind of a shot there. Yeah. That doesn't really happen all the time. I feel like in video games of the person who like by and large is the villain for, you know, the first half of the game. Suddenly they're like, okay, now you play as them. Mm hmm. That's uh, that's a risk, and so I kind of appreciate them taking that risk. But it is, it's, it's hard to like adjust as the player. Yeah, it is. I think I, I think at the end of it, I do appreciate them doing it though. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the for the payoff. See how that, see how that goes. I'd be interested to see what you think when you beat it. Um, how about you? You've been playing anything? Yes, I beat The Last of Us, and uh, it was intense, and I am glad to be through because I mm-hmm. do enjoy it and. Also, it was hard to play. Sure. I was sort of like thinking about how like the first game was also painful in a certain way. Like it it wasn't like a joyful experience to play through the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it was just such a leap forward that it was interesting enough to play. And like maybe this is naive of me, but 2013 felt like a pretty different time. My bandwidth for playing painful things was kind of higher like i had tried to watch earlier seasons of game of thrones kind of recently and like the same sort of feeling of just like i don't know if i really want to devote so much time to like a show that's kind of like punishing in certain ways mm-hmm. that like kind of puts you through the ringer definitely in in the same way that the last of us does and the first one too where it's like there's it's just a lot of heart-wrenching stuff going on in this one so like i i'm I'm fully aware that 2013 for a lot of people was still a difficult time, but I think it's just so overwhelming right now that it was, it was a lot to, to shoulder. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's a, it's a different, it's a different time. Yeah. It's a different time. Um, so as a result, I have been playing pretty much the polar opposite right now. Been playing a lot of Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. They came out with like that DLC for the most recent Pokemon kind of recently. Um, and so I played that. I went on a, uh, camping trip over the weekend to sort of just like get away from the city and be in nature for a little bit which mm-hmm. was uh honestly pretty good yeah and uh i'm a big big uh game boy switch player during camping because like what the fuck else is there to do <laughs> um other than like eat and drink which i did plenty of and still had plenty of time for switching in video uh, games classic indoor boy definitely yeah. i don't want to go on a hike <laughs> i don't want to uh just enjoy the sounds of nature um oh man but uh it was genuinely uh refreshing for me but Mm -hmm. as a result had plenty of time to sit around and just play games um my uh my game of choice for the weekend was pokemon just to kind of zone in play something collect a few things play through it it was it was pretty enjoyable i'm uh i was reminded why i liked this most recent pokemon game playing Mm -hmm. through the dlc okay so in the dlc they do this thing that i think they could benefit from doing more of in most of the, I, I realized this after playing it, but in most of the Pokemon, like mainline games, rarely is the formula broken 
of you have your team of six and you're fighting other people like that is you can pretty much choose whoever you want all the time to have and go up against whoever you want to or i guess the people that they're putting you up against but in this one there's a section where they give you a specific pokemon cub it's just a little bear fighting pokemon okay and they say uh in this next section you have to use only this guy he can be your only person in your party and he has to be kind of a certain level or else you're going to get your ass kicked Mm -hmm. um and so it forces you to hone in on this one pokemon and get pretty good with them and like know their moves and know them really intimately rather than like this pokemon is just my strongest dude so i'm gonna throw him at whoever tries to fight me and that usually works yeah i thought that was kind of an interesting idea i don't really know that they've done that very often of like forcing you down this route Mm. of like only use this guy or something yeah yeah i I feel like they they would benefit a lot from doing that more often if like you can only use one type in this area or like one uh group of pokemon or we're going to give you a pre-assembled team Mm -hmm. and you just have to know the matchups well enough or something yeah just some more challenges yeah because that's really what the game lacks really is yeah any form of challenge (laughs) in my opinion right so that's fun that's fun they make you kind of become aware of more of the the finer points of the game i would assume with that like what's it typing what's like it's special like uh i don't know what they call that pokemon it's like a passive ability i guess yeah they're passive abilities that's it mm -hmm. i don't know if that's what they call it but that's what i was thinking of that's what it's called in like wow i guess like yeah the, any of your passives yeah um, how about different passabilities where what kind of berries help right yeah i never use yeah, any I've, of the berries i feel like i rarely <laughs> have to dip into that kind of stuff in like the main game exactly like, you don't need to you don't yeah. need to unless you are fighting competitively then that stuff matters but if you're just playing the game itself none of that matters yeah after i mean like it, i feel like the the fun of the game is in the different matchups that you can have with different teams, right? Like after having played just ungodly amounts of Slay the Spire, like those two <laughs> games sort of remind me of each other in a certain way. Like the the cards that you draft in Slay the Spire end up resulting in a, a, a play style that differs from enemy to enemy, right? Like you have oh like, oh, this enemy that I fight, I'm really good against because of the the, the cards that I've drafted or I'm really shitty against this one. And so you kind of have to find this balance of what's good against everything. But in Pokemon, that doesn't always really happen. Like, mm-hmm. you can kind of have some people who are good, like, types against each other, but that's really it. And you can usually have just one big, beefy dude who, like, beats the shit out of most people. Sure. Okay. But, yeah, I, I feel like there's there's a lot of ground that you could get in there and make, make Pokemon real good. Um, so I've been playing that. Good. Uh, I've also been uh, dipping my toes back into the Mario Rabbids game that, like, launched oh, for Switch. Right that's an old it, game. It's an older game. It came out in like 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it right at launch and uh, liked it, but then just like it's one of those games that gets put on my back burner of like I should play that and then never do, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or I should finish that or something. And so I re-downloaded it, started started from the bottom just to like I don't want to jump back into the the difficulty that I was in. Yeah, sort of near the middle of the game. Gotta relearn. Yeah, um, that's some pretty enjoyable too. They they did a very competent like XCOM game out of Mario and rabbits. I mm-hmm. such a strange combination, but um, it's, it's good. I liked it. They make it work. They make it work. Um, it's also per- like pretty, the graphics in it are pretty good for whatever reason. It's got that Nintendo charm. It do. It looked good. Mm-hmm. And just reminds me of the, the switch launch window, which was 
they had some real heaters coming out <laughs> when oh, the Switch yeah. came out. I mean, it's Zelda, first of all. Yeah, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey came out within the same year, and that was just like a shocking one-two punch. <sighs> it was shock and awe by Nintendo, for sure. <laughs> just shock and awe. Just like, we're just going to decimate you all with these two games, back-to-back. Yeah, we go back-to-back. Uh, anyway, this is going to bring me over to my Podtomistic thing. Let's hear it. Which is, uh, did you ever play The World Ends With You? I didn't, actually. I heard it was great, though. It was on, like, DS. Yeah. Um, this game came out in 2007. It was it was a while ago. Oh, damn. And I played it at the time and really liked it. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long that I don't remember why I liked it. Uh, there was a... Switch remaster. <laughs> Put in the clip. Put in the clip. <laughs> There's a Switch remaster that came out. And I saw it and I was like, oh, damn. Like that's a, I like this game a lot. I want to play it again. $50, you guys. Wasn't it like... 30 or 40 when it came out new right if probably it was, if it was on a ds, DS yeah game. it probably wasn't 50 dollars on ds that's messed up um it's like i've just been lurking in the background like come on you guys please <laughs> don't make me it's, do this no like <laughs> it's it's a really good game but i was like jesus christ like i don't know if i can pull the trigger on this but waiting it's it released with like no fanfare like mm-hmm. nobody really talked about it it never made its way onto those like eShop charts that nintendo has and then last week half price Ooh, half half that's pretty good half half all right it's 25 dollars right now so you snatched it i snatched it up it's my optimistic thing it finally fucking came down to the right price man it's beautiful a good video game sale always gets me mm-hmm. and uh, i feel like nintendo definitely pulls pulls this out every now and then like nintendo can do some pretty deep discounts on games that they like really don't discount very often mm-hmm. uh, uh mario aces was also like this the tennis game like that game had been $60 for a while, and I was like, mm, I don't know about yeah, this. Yeah, those first-party Nintendo games never come down in price, or almost never, at least. Almost never, but then every now and then, like this one, Mario Ace is like half off. Same thing with World Ends With You. It's $25. Let's go. I'll pay that. 25 bucks ain't that bad. No, it ain't. That's like... $50 is a nice date. I was about to say, meal. 25 bucks is meal for one at a, at a decent restaurant. Yeah. With a drink. And I'm about to eat this whole meal of the world ends with you. I know you. I know you about to s- snarf that up. You about <laughs> to snarf it, master. You know how it be. Master. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the best I got. Do you have anything that's fueling your sense of podtimism this week, David? My podtimistic thing this week. Yes. It's a good break. A good break. Good break. Okay. A good break from from video games makes me appreciate them and yearn for them. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I, gotta, I feel like you can mainline video games sometimes, and you're chasing after that feeling. Right. You get to uh, get like waterlogged with the video games. You're chasing the dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you give yourself a little uh, tolerance break, tolerance break. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the same we're on the same wavelength, Chase. <laughs> I gotta stop ripping these fat bong rips of The Last of Us Two. Give myself a couple yeah, of days. I've been I've been hitting fat video B legits of each each day of of Last of Us Two straight to the dome. Uh-huh. Um, so it's nice to take a break and just you know interact with actual people for a bit because Mallory's been gone for a while. So all so you were my, in the game hole for a second there. All of my interactions had been professional for about mm. two solid weeks. Uh-huh. So. 
being able so to actually no no real interaction no real interactions <laughs> actual interactions with people yeah right it yeah. was just video games so it was good to take a break from that re-engage with the social world and then uh, <laughs> now i'm now i'm okay now i'm ready to go again you've realigned i've realigned i have i have uh my tires are straight my my oil has changed i've been smogged i'm ready to your go your lungs are feeling unburdened by the 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 fat last of us two cotton clouds that you're you're ripping yeah yeah i'm feeling yeah. i'm feeling refreshed yeah I'm ready to go i get that mm-hmm. i uh i have a problem with dota too but i i also uh, am able to take very long breaks between uh dota chunks mm-hmm. they uh, have released their battle pass Mm. in the last couple of months i think i mentioned that at some point but so now i'm in a a section of playing dota 2 quite a bit but once that expires i will probably stop again Mm. which will uh make it more enjoyable when i come back when they introduce 20 new mechanics that i have to figure out how to do it's fun sounds stressful it is (laughs) the game is hard so who is who is dota for we all know who league of Legends legends is for but who's, who's Dota for? Yeah. Um, I'd imagine like big galaxy brain, uh, fit, sexy, successful people, I think. Oh. I think. Okay, so why do you play it? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you set me up there for that one. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a slow pitch across home plate, but you could have not swung at it. You could have held that bat and just let it go. You were really building yourself up there. I just needed to poke that ego balloon just a little bit. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's big brain time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know who the fuck this game is for. Sociopaths. Uh, <laughs> Sociopaths. Damn. It's cr- like the, the people <laughs> who play this game are crazy, and like, and I think they just enjoy pain. Mm. it's so often the interactions are in this game are not enjoyable and genuinely negative so i i don't know who the hell plays this game mm. i i try and be a shining positive and optimistic person in this game but sometimes that works sometimes it does not yeah i wouldn't think so i, I think it would just would not be able to work sometimes i feel like like a lot of the time people are so wrapped up and like they have to play the game that sometimes i sneak in there without them really knowing and they're like, hey, this guy's nice. And other times they're so pissed off from losing five games in a row mm-hmm. that uh, they ain't having it. They ain't having me trying to be nice <laughs> and joking. Hey, this guy's nice. That's cool. Just no. No. Where the fuck no. didn't you get all your gold up there, bro? Your last hits are shit. You don't have nearly the amount of items that you need already. Medusa's huge. She's going to kill us all. You're sitting up there with fucking 10K net worth right now. It's nothing. It's nothing. There was there was some real pain behind those words just now. Yeah, dog. some real pain there. <laughs> Playing this game for eight years, there's a lot of memories. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, if you need a Tuesday yeah. about it, let me know. Yeah, I hear you. Um, okay. Would you like to move on to our main thing? Yeah, let's do it. Sick. Good games, good games. It's the segment where we talk about good games. Remember the past and gosh about them. Remember old games, it's the segment where we 
talk about old games and stuff and sometimes new games too i was too slow at first i was confused i was like what is he doing is this a new thing that he wants to do for like a sound bite it's but then the, I got it. Yeah, I, I wrote it. a song. I it does late. actually end up sounding quite a bit like Spider Man, but we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna focus on that. It's a great song. It's good games. It's good games. <laughs> <laughs> the segment where we talk about the games of yesteryear and gush all about the things that we like about them, and as you may have guessed today, talking about Knack Two. No, we're talking about Spider Man One. We're I not think. talking about Spider Man PS4. We're not talking about Spider-Man PS3. We're not talking no. about Spider-Man PS2. No. We talk about Spider-Man PS1 and number one, one on the, the PS1. The old one. Numero uno. Nearly twenty years ago now. Oh God. How are your bones? Brittle. <laughs> they need they need an infusion of calcium real quick. So we are uh, talking about Spider-Man, the game that came out for PlayStation 1. Uh, yeah. Let me drop some hot stats. On hot, hot stats or hot facts? I think it's hot stats. I thought it was hot facts. Uh, well, I will put the, the stinger here. Hot stats. Hot stats. And uh, <laughs> one of us will be proven correct. I don't know who. <laughs> I'm going to guess you. Maybe. You, I do edit you are it. The so ed- <laughs> you are the I, editor. I have so. heard it a lot. It's hot stats. Here we go. Hot stats. Hot stats. Let me hit you with some hot stats. This game came out uh, September 1st of 2000. So indeed, nearly 20 years ago. A pre-9-11 video game. Yeah. Shot just, just pre. About a year. About Not a much year, time yeah. before the world was different. Simpler time. So this was about six months, which is not that much time before the new Spider-Man movies came out. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Which I'd assume would like the spider-man movies that came out after that were pretty different in their um aesthetic oh yeah they were very new new millennium mm-hmm. they had that sweet playstation 3 font as their, their uh <laughs> as their font of choice was that the playstation 3 font or was the playstation it 3 so font? fucking similar no the, it's, it's the other way around though the playstation 3 font <laughs> is spider-man font that's just the way it is they stole it. It's just, they stole, stole it, it hard. Square. Hey, they own the, they own that font. That's their movie. So, I guess so. Uh, so yeah, this the the game itself was it resembled a lot more of the like '90s era aesthetic of the Spider-Man comics more than anything else. Yeah, it's much more of a comic Spider-Man comic game than it is a Spider-Man movie game because Spider-Man movies didn't exist back then. Or they did, but it was not nearly the success of. Yeah, it uh, wasn't the, the live action. Sam movies toby mcguire stuff yeah um so for the uh the sake of clarification there's a handful of ports that came out of this game there's one i think that came out in like dreamcast and n64 and there was one that came out on game boy that was a pretty different game but Mm -hmm. um we're talking about the playstation one game yeah which was made by neversoft which was also the people who made tony hawk tony hawk most notable for tony hawk um, they went on to make a bunch of other games, but those were kind of the uh, the two that were um, right up next to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Fun fact as well, this game uh, used the same engine as Tony Hawk, which I was kind of surprised about. It did? Yeah. Whoa. Graphics engine? It's, That's it? Uh, I think they didn't specify. They just said the same engine. So I'm assuming there's probably some of the like engineering groundwork was the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they had, like, a scripting language that they developed to, like, figure out how to do a bunch of stuff, but, like, how to, how to program the game. But, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting because these games are 
pretty different like in mm-hmm. as far as mechanics and how it goes and how it looks so totally yeah i thought that was a fun fact this uh this game i think was fairly well reviewed not like a plus but i think kind of b-ish yeah um and i do have a review from our friends over at game cult game cult uh, again they they're, they're back back at it again back. i have cut their review into ribbons by running it through google translate through about 20 to 30 different languages and then back in english so we'll we'll see what they maybe had to say about it let's hear it adhering to the manganese and manganese of the 1980s the famous weaver played a role in this adaptation you are immersed in a colorful adventure unfortunately you are busy blaming these defects however the speed and variety of spider-man functions can reduce these errors six out of ten <laughs> what yep i think that's the most confusing one so far i we may have gone too far on this one manganese or manganese <laughs> adhering to the manganese and manganese of the 1980s like the element i have yeah i mean that's that's what the word says but i don't know what it means yeah can you google search manganese manganese is a mineral found in several f- foods including nuts seeds tea whole grains and leafy green vegetables so i'm assuming that is what game cole was talking about here by mentioning manganese explicitly twice huh is that how spider-man gets translated into into german is manganese (laughs) he's he is kale man and he's kale Kale man what is this video game what are the mechanics of this video game david the mechanics of the game yeah what do you do very very small amount of web swinging it's mm-hmm. really like you have like two swings to get to anywhere and you just yep. travel in a straight line. It's pretty basic, but it's like you go rooftop to rooftop or like platform to platform essentially. And you go and you beat up people. You have basic melee attacks. You have basic web attacks, just like a couple. There's an element of sneaking to it. And there's also yeah. large elements of kind of traversing areas with some sort of threat coming for you like trying to escape right yeah very kind of basic early scripted action scenes right mm-hmm. or one where you're like running away from an, from a helicopter trying to snipe you and of course the end of the game where it's like you're running away from this monster terrifying monster um like doc ock combined with carnage i think it was it just made noises that haunted my my psyche as a young child <laughs> to this day truly yeah but yeah, just it's a pretty it's a pretty basic game. It doesn't do anything extraordinary except that it was like the first from what I remember good Spider-Man game. Yeah, I think that's that's true. I feel like a lot of the games of this era like the kind of uh like late PlayStation era mm-hmm. that a lot of them are like listening to like kind of early rock music yeah. or like something like that where if in context you know the significance of the band it's like wow this is really cool but if you have no context and you listen to the beatles you're like this is just it just kind of sounds like the same music mm-hmm. but it's like no like this was way before anybody was literally doing any of this yeah but out of context it's like well this is just kind of a shitty version of a lot of things that we, we already do nowadays. very well but yeah it doesn't hold a candle to the spider-man playstation 4 no, right. not even close. Not even close. They're but like, the bones are there for having come out twenty years ago. The bones are there, and you know, to their testament, they did something that was pretty not, that wasn't very commonplace back then, which was have 
you know, dialogue during the game itself, the gameplay itself, right? Yeah. From Spider-Man, which is, in my opinion, kind of a big part of of the character. It's kind of like that witty rapport. Yeah. Right? So they did do a good job with that, from what I remember, to make it feel like a Spider-Man game, a true Spider-Man game. Yeah, I, I feel like they, they did a not bad job of that, which is surprising, again, given the, the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of games of that era do fall into the trap of like kind of just being a mechanics demo where like there isn't much story to be told of or any tone or anything like that. It's just like, here's a fun thing you can do. Totally. And and I mean, that's, you know, a lot of games at the time did that, especially earlier than that. It was rare for a game to also do like story and dialogue or have some mm-hmm. kind of tone that they were achieving. But I feel like this one definitely did. Totally. Uh, there's a bunch of weird shit about this game and I like it for that. We were mentioning before this, the, like the first scene, like the very first part of the game, mm-hmm. actually Stan Lee comes in and he's like, what up fucking comic fans? It's me, Stan Lee, the man. I am speaking to you over this video game. Welcome uh, true believers. It's me, Stan <laughs> no, the man exactly. Lee. Please, Chase, don't butcher his intro. <laughs> And he's like, it's essentially what he's talking about is just like, this game's going to be fucking cool. Get ready for this shit. It's mm-hmm. going to be sick. I remember that part very vividly as a child. <laughs> I was just like, who is this man? He sounds like a cool grandpa. I'm ready to play this game. I, I mean, I think this is kind of a thing in comics where like the artist will sometimes draw themselves into it and be like, hey, it's me, the person who drew this. What's up? Mm-hmm. But uh, this is definitely not a thing in fucking video games or movies or anything like that. No. Like, at no point did Neil Druckmann came into Last of Us 2 and be like, hey, dudes, uh, this game is going to be fucking sick. Ready You're going to love it like shooting these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, no, totally. So, I, I don't know. I found that incredibly charming for a game mm-hmm. to, to just be like, I let's just put fucking Stan Lee in here. Let him say something. It really sets the tone well, too. You know, it sets the tone. Yeah. just like, this is just going to be a fun comic book video game. Fun web-slinging action. <laughs> right. Fun web-slinging, wall-crawling action. <laughs> Get ready to go. Oh and then you God. just jump straight into it. You're just swinging from rooftop to rooftop, beating up thugs. Doing Spider-Man stuff. Doing Spider-Man stuff. Your spider sense is going off. You're just shooting web balls at people. You're web zipping ball. around places. Was that, was that Marvel vs. Capcom right there? It was. I'm surprised you pulled that one. <laughs> web ball. Web ball. Web ball. <laughs> There's a lot of those old video games, like fighting game sound clips that are just ingrained into my brain. What else you got in there? Wasn't uh, there a Buster Cannon in... Uh, yeah, d- uh, no, it was it was one of the the DBZ games. It was Trunks that would. Buster Cannon. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Buster yeah. Cannon. <laughs> What's your favorite fighting game sound clip? Oh man, this is hard. There's a lot to pull from, right? There's there's a lot out there. I'm trying to be comprehensive. I will edit in my favorite sound clip of a fighting game right here. <laughs> no, that was the wrong one right here sorry it's hard because donkey kong doesn't have any english that he says that's it the like modern donkey kong interpretation where he just does the like okay i don't i'm not a huge fan of the modern donkey kong i want the he needs to go back to the n64 sounds where he sounds like a true donkey (laughs) 
It really emphasized the donkey back then. It didn't sound like a normal creature. No. It sounded like some beast. <laughs> which I imagine would be what Donkey Kong is. He's a beast. Probably. Uh, so this game's music was made by uh, none other than the famous Tommy Tallarico, uh, which I feel Judgment Day, baby. Judgment Day was Shout a show out. on G4, which he hosted. So this is going to be exciting for, I think, one of you listening to this podcast i don't know who that is yet but you will be pretty thrilled about this oh man who else knows judgment day still it's it's kind of a deep cut of a show for who G4 else sings even. the songs of tommy tallarico <laughs> so uh yeah go go tommy tallarico i think what are some cool things about this game uh i love that spider-man explicitly talks about the mechanics of the video game in the video game yeah it's he very, mentions it's a lot of fourth, like fourth wall. My health is full already. Mm-hmm. When he's teaching you how to web sling, he's like, "I can press R one to aim my web and R two to swing it." It's so fucking weird and stuff. like not in a fourth wall breaking way where they're addressing the player. They're like addressing the controller, which is like third and a half wall. They're not <laughs> saying, "Hey, viewer." Wall. They're like. The controller, you know, the mm-hmm. controller, the thing that exists in this universe yeah, that I use to control my body. Me, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. What were, what were your, uh, your, your standout, your highlights when you're thinking about this game? The vast array of enemies and villains that you get to fight in the True. game. The fairly varied gameplay for back then, right? Mm-hmm. Because you would have those, the web slinging, and you'd have the the fighting. Yeah. You'd have, like, sneaky sections, and then you'd also have those kind of action-y set pieces where you'd have to run away from things, like a Crash Bandicoot style almost. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was just, it was, it was, a, it was varied. It was more varied than most games were. Yeah, that's then. true. Try to do more things than just fighting, just mm-hmm. web slinging, just Spider-Man stuff. It tried to yeah. be a little bit give you a good bit of everything which i always enjoy in a game is variety yeah i thought the story was engaging it was just a silly comic book style story yeah decent voice acting honestly for yeah, it wasn't then. bad it wasn't bad for again a playstation one game yeah for for a ps1 game not it bad sounds voice a little acting. silly nowadays but i think even real then, silly like, oh, that's not bad yeah and then yeah i think it's just it gets a lot of points for me just for being a good spider-man game you were a Spider-Man fan. I've always been a Spider-Man fan. Yeah. Um, so just being able to web sling, shoot webs, beat up people, feel like a strong half-man, half-spider creature. Um, yep. It's always is always enjoyable for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think those. I think those are the big things that really stand out to me as far as the game being good. I don't remember the controls particularly being good. Yeah. Um, especially in some spots i think a lot of games of that era don't control super good no they don't especially Um, when you didn't have access to the dual shocks yet i think this one may have been a directional pad input game could have been i don't remember yeah um but i remember having difficulty with the wall crawling yeah oh i do remember this it's because the camera would shift on you while you're crawling all, around all the time you'd just be you'd <laughs> be going one direction and all of a sudden you'd be going the opposite direction because the camera shifted on you 
it's the resident evil paradigm where like yeah. you're running down a hallway and then you go to another camera view and it's entirely different than the one you were just doing and so yeah. your up is now down and like everything's fucked i remember it being really difficult when you were like in a corner of a room and you'd be going <laughs> yeah, up the, the wall and then just switching to going on seizing top of the ceiling of yeah and you would just be going in circles because the camera just keeps shifting and keep shifting and keep shifting. Yeah. It's just like, how do I do this? I am, I'm eight. I don't know how to do this. My <laughs> this fine motor skills are not sense. this are not this good yet. Okay, help me, throw me a bone here, please. That's fair. I feel like that's a pretty. That's something we really take for granted in modern game design is a good camera. Oh my god, game I, I don't really have camera problems anymore, and that's like I feel like that's a kind of a hard thing to do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I never played Metal Gear Solid 2 because of the camera. Yeah. MGS3 Subsistence. That was my entry into the series because that's the first one they let you control the camera. It's wild. It's a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, I feel like they... I feel like this was the first game to get web-slinging at least close, right? Yeah. It wasn't totally. perfect, but I don't know that... I mean, I don't, I don't think there was another Spider-Man 3D game up to this point. I don't believe so either. I think a bunch of other... Uh, superhero games had been attempted and were Slot. straight looking at you superman 64 superman 64 the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. there has to have been other stuff but i really don't remember anything other than these two namely because this I one had a I batman think was, on the game boy which was awful not great yeah yeah a lot of those superhero games just weren't particularly fun at first no they weren't um and so you kind of had to like figure out the mechanics of a lot of this stuff to figure out how to make it feel good mm-hmm um, and they did not do Superman good, but they did do Spider-Man not bad, right? Like the web sling feels good. You kind of like, you, they got the arc down of like, you start kind of high swing, you get, you get speed, go up and then you slow down a little mm-hmm. bit. Like exactly. they got that. They do. They do got that. And they got the, like the web zipping pretty good. Yeah. Where you like pull yourself over to a wall or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was watching some clips of like the interior, uh, fight areas where like you're in like the bank at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And I, I feel like they had like kind of interesting level design. Like I watched them mm-hmm. um, approach a couple of different situations where it's like there were some bad dudes on the other side of the room and you had like a couple of like air ducts that you could go into and sneak around and like get mm-hmm. up behind them and stuff or like pull yourself immediately up onto the ceiling and get above them and like drop down on them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was like pretty, pretty novel for, again, a game of this era. Um, they did a lot of air duct stuff had some it it's uh it's pre arkham asylum sort of thing where it's like a lot of the game is is functioning around sort of sneaky interactions but you can also like get up at people and Mm -hmm. do a good punch totally so i thought that was that was pretty cool had like you mentioned uh it had the right tone for a spider-man game Mm -hmm. like i i I think you're right that it would feel weird if spider-man was just like this voiceless entity that you got to play as totally um, wouldn't feel like spider-man but he's a he's kind of quippy and the the tone of the game is fairly light-hearted like i think a lot of spider-man ends up being mm-hmm. um there are serious parts to a lot of the comics and shit like that but i think by and large the game was fairly like this is supposed to be kind of fun totally especially with stan lee being in the background like stan oh the no something <laughs> bad happened you gotta fight rhino now <laughs> he does keep showing up yeah i watched that i watched the rhino boss fight and mm-hmm. like what's the what's the chick's name that's in the game black cat black cat 
she like gets hit by Rhino and he literally says like, Oh no, black cat's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> so good. And now he's coming for you. Spider-Man. Honestly, probably one of the best things about the game is the continuous Stan Lee uh, <laughs> usage throughout it. It's so silly. Why is he here? <laughs> Why not? Why I mean, you, why, yes. what, what do you got against Stan Lee, Chase? That's my I question. got nothing against Stan Lee. I got, like, again, like, Neil Druckmann shows up, and he's like, uh-oh, how's Ellie going to get herself out of this one? <laughs> Neil Druckmann does not have the same cachet as Stan Lee, though. Okay, okay let's, let's think of somebody who does. You would be so happy if Hideo Kojima showed up in a game and was like, oh, Fuck. no. Fuck. How is Solid Snick going to get out of this one? How is Norman Reedus going to deliver this package? Oh, you would be would... over the moon. You <laughs> know it. A, I would be joined. You're correct. You're right. You got me. You got me. That's the same thing. That's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. That's true. If he showed up in Death Stranding, I would, I would have played a lot would've more of Death good. Stranding. Would have been good. Wow. You really turned me around on that one. Uh, the final thing that I wanted to mention that was cool. Yeah that spider-man games have never left behind it's the costumes they have a lot of costumes in that one it's great that the unlockable costumes are unreal and they all came with different powers if i remember correctly which are they always it's very tight this game set the the spider-man game standard for that every other spider-man game when they do that is it's really an homage tracing back to the legacy of this game it's true truly like it's it's pretty impressive legacy that it has there i'm pretty sure i played through the game like another time because i was like oh shit the venom costume is cool you get free web that's tight yeah no it really changes the way the game is played really does when thinking about stuff that they could improve on it's hard to really highlight anything that just like isn't done in the new spider-man games yeah that's why games that have sequels are hard in this segment yeah right the feedback stuff or at least games that have developed in their like kind of own genre like this Mm -hmm. is like a the superhero video game is a thing totally yeah superhero everything's a thing nowadays yeah so it's it's hard to to imagine like well what would you improve on well a more open world well yeah okay duh Mm -hmm. better web slinging stuff places where that you could go actually onto the street okay yep cool got it did that Mm-hmm. uh different side missions open world that sort of stuff great cool that's all in the new spooderman so like yeah. better fighting we... better more webs more web tools skills that's it it's all in there more I costumes think, they got it i think it would be cool to like explore what a comic book video game looks like now i feel like most of the superhero games are essentially just doing the movies at this point Mm-hmm. like the newest spider-man is it's not you know it's not the most recent spider-man that came out through marvel but the tone of it's really similar the look of it's really similar like tony stark's fucking house is in the game and shit like that so mm-hmm. it's it's awfully similar as far as the aesthetic goes but it would be cool to see like what a uh what a comic book themed superhero game would look like now totally and i think that's i think that's what crystal dynamics is trying to do with the new avengers game yeah or at least it's halfway between comic books yeah. and movie, which is what's making people like weird out by it. Yeah. yeah. So it just seems like discount everybody <laughs> as opposed to just making it its own thing. Sunny select Captain America. Wonky. <laughs> Kirkland brand, uh, black widow out there. 
you know they're brewed in the same factory so it's really the same black widow yeah it's the the same black widow but it's just repackaged with this new crystal dynamics logo it's just a question about this game this is so there's a new avengers game coming out for those of you who don't know Mm -hmm. um I am so confused about whether this game is going to be good or not. I want it to be good, but yes. from the trailers and the game and the actual gameplay footage I've seen, it looks mm-hmm. kind of boring. Yeah, it's hard for me to tell. I can't really. It's I can't tell if this is going to be a good one or not. Yeah, it looks a little. It looks a little repetitive, but I'm I'm withholding judgment. Yeah, I'm withholding judgment. I feel like usually um, you can kind of see if a game is going to be good nowadays from like a little ways away like just mm-hmm. the level of polish usually kind of indicates is this one gonna be great or not totally and this one looks a little unpolished but also i kind of feel like they might make a really good game ac- not accidentally but like without us knowing sort of i mean i feel like probably multiplayer would make this game really great yeah if it was a strictly multiplayer four-player experience or something like that yeah then it could be really interesting. Well, the uh, Crystal Dynamics did those most recent Tomb Raider games, and those are all pretty good games. Like, they're at least competently made. That's true. I don't know. I just saw a section where you play as Thor, and it just looked really just old-school hack-and-slash mechanics. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, we're, we're beyond this at this point. We're better than right. this. Just yeah. kind of hit something until it's dead. Mm-hmm. Right? But maybe that was just that one segment. Maybe they're just trying to show things off, like, simplistically. Who knows? It could be a whole litany of things. I'm still cautiously optimistic for it. I'm holding that hope. I want it yeah. to be good. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because I, I do love the Avengers. Yep. I think done well. The sense that they're trying to tell an interesting story too. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. ready for it. I always love Nolan North. Even if he does feel like discount Robert Downey Jr. in this game. <laughs> Anyways, do you have anything else that you need to say about Spooderman? Um, I, I love Spooderman. Yes. This was... A great Spooderman game. The One first, the, first. Really, the really first great Spooderman thing that I experienced as a child was yep. this game. And I'll forever love it. Um, even though the face faces were terrifying in the a whole game. Spooky. A little the spooky. The faces were so scary. Um, <laughs> I think I saw a picture of Black Cat. and She looked like the dog from The NeverEnding Story. It's a little ghoulish. It was terrifying. And then yeah. Rhino was there too. And he just looked like a nightmare one face the whole time he looked like a nightmare yeah and of course the carnage doctor dr octopus hybrid will horrifying always haunt my dreams as well yeah um it screeches i can still hear them when i close my eyes at night um but great game loved it (laughs) but fun game love this video game it's good stuff it's good stuff cool do you want to move on to our next thing yeah let's go So it is our podcast's 21st birthday, mm. sort of. That's what I'm yes. calling our 21st episode is our 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, we've already sort of drafted up what a video game birthday would look like for Emily Alice. But I, I was just kind of thinking if we were going to host a podcast birthday for our podcast itself, we'll throw a little party. I want to figure out who's on the guest list. Okay. I want to figure out who's going to have your best party and mm-hmm. your worst party. 
You get you get three guests per each party. Which one's the 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 worst of all time, and which one is the best? Three three of the best and three of the worst is what you three mean. Three the best, three the worst. Who's the first person on your guest list for your best? For my best, yeah, it is Jimmy T from WarioWare. Jimmy T. This Better is the known. deepest fucking cut. <laughs> Holy shit. If you want a guy to party, though, come on. Yeah, he's the dude with, like, the blue afro. He's the disco guy from WarioWare. Whoa, you are correct. I didn't know there was a right answer, but this is it. He's who you want at a party, right? Yeah, yeah. He just comes in dancing. He comes with a a fleet of dancing cats. Do you remember that part of it? Yeah. Where you had the dancing cats? Mm-hmm. Your party is gonna be banging if Jimmy T is there. That's just a fact, straight fact. He's incredibly rhythmic, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, he's gonna bring the music. He is going to bring the party. Like the if there's the party pyramid, he is the yeah. the strong, solid base of it. <laughs> you know, I can't believe how deep this pool is. <laughs> I'm like shocked. I'm in shock. <laughs> it's one of the first ones I thought of. Jesus. I, so, like, I'm surprised that you thought of Warrior Wear on the base of it, but the name of the guy is pretty, pretty surprising. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it in my heart the whole time. Fair. Wow. Okay. So that's a pretty good base. Okay. What do you got? Who's your? Who's no, I want to hear the. I want to hear the rest of your patrons. The rest. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's? Who's your second invite? <clears throat> my second invite is Isabel. Isabel from from, from Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Whoa. Yeah. So, Jimmy. He brings the fun. He brings the party. He brings the dancing cats, right? He brings the energy. Isabel funnels that chaos into order. She's got logistics. She's She's going to figure out the cake and the pizza. She's got, yeah, she's going to feed everybody. She's going to be the nicest person ever if you like, you spill something, right? She'll have all of the cleaning supplies ready to go. Uh Like she won't judge you if you make a fool of yourself on the dance floor. She might come and dance out with you because she's just a nice woman dog woman yeah right? uh-huh so she's number two um these are so much better than my choices <laughs> wait until you hear my third one though okay my third one is joel joel miller from the last of us <laughs> the last of us what the fuck is he doing there because if it's my party and i know joel is my bro mm-hmm. i know he will do absolutely anything to keep he's me a, he's safe. He's a loyal friend. To keep me safe and do good by me. Yeah, fair. He will even destroy humanity's last chance of survival. <laughs> he will sink to new lows he will to make sink sure to you new have lows, a good time. And he will burden that that morality for me <laughs> if he knows that it will result in me surviving and, and having a good time at my party. Joel, I, I, I woke up and my whole house was clean, but I feel like I remember puking what happened <laughs> there was no puke i got you puke. out of there they did, they did a bunch of tests and it was there was no way for you to puke so i just took you i just took you out <laughs> damn it joel <laughs> you lied to me my turtle's dead my toilet's clogged what the fuck joel <laughs> they said that for you to have a good time you had to die so <laughs> i took you out oh god i did what i had to do okay sweet those are that's those are party. my three that's my party that's a good party and you know he's also good because if that does, if that's not necessary he's just out 
in the corner by himself not yeah. really bothering anybody fair and i feel like jimmy will be able to counteract his his sad vibes mm-hmm. right yeah especially with the dancing cats you can't say no to dancing cats that is true it's hard to say no mm-hmm. okay well, who, who do you got okay on my list of invitees for the best party call me trite call me predictable okay mario bro mario okay he has thrown quite a few parties he sure has he has a series named after him named mario party he does <laughs> he definitely does my question though yes is are all of those parties good parties no is probably <laughs> the answer but i do want to dress up as a cowboy and have a hootenanny mm. i do want to do that and We're i think he would know how to I might want to have a hootenanny. Might want to have a hootenanny. I get but, you. <laughs> and I think he might know how to bring that heat to make it happen. <laughs> he knows how to bring that hootenanny heat. <laughs> that heat nanny. I think he's just been around the block enough to kind of know, too. Mm. He's been around for a long time. He's been okay. doing this for a minute. That's true. He's just like, I've thrown some good parties. I've thrown some great parties. I've thrown some bad parties. I've thrown some awful parties. Yeah, I know how to throw a party now. I have succeeded. I have failed. I am Mario. He's like the kind of dude who like shows up without much fanfare and just like hands you a fifth of whiskey and like a, a cowboy costume. And he's like, let's go. Hootin and you're like, where? And he's like, you'll find out. We're going to Wild Westland, baby. <laughs> We're going to the Wild Westland. <laughs> and then he just takes you to Westworld. Uh, Mario, this is horrifying. Yeah, this is this is a nightmare, Mario. I want to go home. Are you a black hat or are you a white hat? The second person who I am inviting to throw a very good party. Mm-hmm. It's Shea Gorath of the Daedric Realm. A what? <laughs> Shea Gorath is the Daedric Prince of Madness. Oh, I was about to say, that's the, that's the crazy one, right? That is the crazy one mm-hmm. who uh, is usually in possession of, uh, what is it, the Jabberwock? Whatever that fucking stick is that, like, does crazy shit in Oblivion. The Jabberwockies? Something like this. The Jabberwock. Or no, the Wabajack. That's what I'm thinking Wabajack. Of. Like a Wabafet? This dude is going to insert enough chaos into the party to make it interesting. Mm. for your 21st okay all right i don't I still am confused as to whether or not this is going to be a good party see i or think just it like is. a crazy wild party with mario and the prince of madness thing. <laughs> see i think that's what i'm here for when it's your 21st podcast birthday um mm. you want you want a little bit of crazy going on you don't there. want a good time so much as you just want a crazy memorable time correct yes i see you i see what you're saying i need shay gorath to summon the daedric realm into my party and see just kind of how demons do it opening the gates to oblivion yeah i th- I think he would he would bring the heat he would burn the house down which is which is cool he might actually burn the house down he might actually burn the he house down. actually burn the house down i'm in okay all right what's what's number three um number three is winston from overwatch it's a pretty Ooh. it's a pretty clear choice for me winston is the homie he's the homie he's gonna have a really really good time with you He's going to bring some and peanut like, butter. He's like, well, so, so he is like an ape. So that's pretty fun on its own. Mm-hmm. He's a huge imposing force. Yep. Um, so that's really cool. But he's also like a nerdy dude. And like, if you want to talk to him about like computers and shit, he will talk to you. And like, he's he's going to bring the softer side of this party. Mm-hmm. And if need be, if Shea Gorath gets out of hand and like does something over the line, Winston's going to put put it down. 
Like he's huge and strong and will uh, put a little bubble barrier around you and save you, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm into it. He's just charming too. I find him a charming, charming ape. Is that, he's got that deep voice. Hi there. <laughs> I can't, I'm not even going to do it. Going to attempt. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't get anywhere close to that good. Oh God. That was pretty good. That was pretty okay, good. Okay, cool. That's a pretty good party, I think. That is a good party. Sweet. Okay, let's turn, turn turn the other page. Okay. Let's say by some twist of fate, um, we have made a mistake and invited the three worst people to show up to a party. Mm-hmm. Who are your worst? Who are your worst three invitees from Video Game World? Number one, pretty straightforward, Kratos from God of War 1. Yeah, not a good, not a good uh, invite on that one. He's you not going to make this party fun for anyone. He's got to kill people. And <laughs> when he's not Christ. doing that... He, that's that's what happens he's probably gonna do that that's what happens he comes yeah. wearing the ashes of his wife wife and child who died yeah. because of him who died who, who he murdered he who killed murder yeah that is true them. that is true and he always is just so loud he's always yelling he's using he's his outside voice yelling. inside no matter what just calm down man take a deep <laughs> breath use your inside voice or just leave okay kratos so he's he's number one he's gonna bring the drama to the party he's he's going to bring that ancient greek drama to the party he's also gonna show up with like five greek ass bros that like you don't know and do not they did not bring any alcohol but they will be drinking every beer you have (laughs) oh my god they will just stab the side of the keg with one of their pikes and just suck it dry right there yeah they'll shotgun the keg (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just dude straight from the argonaut and just just go wild one of them's cursed <laughs> just for no reason one of them's actually zeus in human form oh god <laughs> hey what's going on man what's your deal i'm cursed i'm cursed bro <laughs> how With you cursed? what you know just cursed just generally cursed i'm neither dead nor alive you know how it is <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, second one. Second worst one would be Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher. Also known as Splinter Cell. Of Splinter Cell. Yeah, he probably wouldn't know how to relax at all. You would never know he was there. You'd think he ghosted you. <laughs> He'll send you a picture. Had a great time at the party. And it's like of you guys from the from yeah, the corner. It would just be really creepy. Because uh. you would just you would just look outside and you see that those three glowing lights on uh, the corner of your yard and they would just like go dark all of a sudden and be like who cut the electricity? Sam here. <laughs> all your all your security cameras go out for some reason. The lights in your house are being shot one by one with a gun. <laughs> they're doing they're doing the the cake. All of a sudden the lights go out. The lights on go the back on and the, all, the, all, the can, all the candles are blown out when the guys come back on. <laughs> And then you see just a present for you in the corner. It's just like, God damn it, Sam. Can't you just be normal for once? Just show up, Sam. Just be with, just be with the bros, man. Mm-hmm. So he's the second worst one. Yeah, he's not gonna, it's not going to be a good party because of him. And then the worst, mm. by far and away, the one video game character you would not want at any sort of party mm. ever for yeah. any reason. Yeah. You see them, you, you, you grab the bat and you make them leave. Okay. Donkey Kong. I fucking knew it. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> okay. Get him out of my house. Get him out of my life. I don't want him at my party. He's awful. <laughs> I'm sensing some judgments here, David. <laughs> no judgment, just facts. Chase. <laughs> Donkey Kong's the worst. 
He's gonna do a donkey punch on somebody. Mm-mm. He's gonna he's gonna get happening star. He's just somehow. Gonna, he's just gonna leave. I'll gladly play Donkey Kong at Smash, but I will <laughs> I will refuse to play him at any sort of party. He he shows up to your birthday party. You get a bunch of presents. He finds a present that nobody decided to give to anyone. It's like the coolest <laughs> he thing. Finds, he finds the present that Sam Fisher <laughs> left in the backyard. Hey, I got a KitchenAid. Is this anybody's? I'm going to take this, I think. <laughs> like, God damn it, Donkey Kong. And then at the end of the game, even though it's your birthday party, end of the, end of the party, everybody just decides that he's the best and gets all the presents. <laughs> he, it was actually his birthday. It was the actually whole time. Donkey Kong's birthday the whole time. Little did you know. You invited all these people, but they've all turned on you, and now Donkey Kong's the birthday boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Never invite Donkey Kong to your birthday party. That's the moral Could of the story. You? I want to retroactively invite Donkey Kong instead of... Winston? Uh, Winston. Nope, sorry, DK's too late. You missed, you missed your chance, Chase. Fuck. Uh, can I tell you about the worst party that I could throw? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I will not be inviting Azura from Azura's Wrath. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's very similar to my Kratos pick. Similar Just to the Kratos that this is going to cause chaos that I do not want at this party. Difference being that if you invite Azura, your birthday party will probably be a tragedy that takes over, takes place over like a millennia. <laughs> yeah, over a thousand <laughs> years, we'll be locked into this like time warp. Oh man. Uh, yeah, no, he's going to tear the house down, which is like not in a good way. Like mm-hmm. in a, I'm mad and I'm going to punch your house until it explodes way just just keep punching just keep punching <laughs> number two is slippy the frog uh oh. from Star Fox. why slippy he's gonna show up and this was a pity invite you didn't mm. necessarily want slippy there but like what else is he doing yeah you know slippy will see the pictures on facebook or instagram or whatever and, just and he's like, gonna feel bad he's gonna feel bad you don't you don't necessarily want him to feel bad so you throw him an invite but he's one of the only three people that shows up and it's like fuck man like i gotta talk to slippy for like five hours why are only three people showing up to your birthday party oh we're talking best party worst party these are the only people who show up sure um yeah i don't i don't really want him there he's gonna really make me sad the conversation like i'll try and divert into another conversation and he will go back to making it sad and i just i can't handle that and you know he's he's military so he's like awkwardly pro-trump too even though he's (laughs) a total soy boy right yeah yeah so you you cannot connect with him on very many things (laughs) um okay the last one Mm -hmm. it's nathan drake whoa okay i thought he was he's gonna show up you haven't hung out with nathan drake before Mm. in person and he's going to show up and he's going to be like, hey, and you think he's cool? He seems normal from uh-huh. the outside. Okay. Really charming and normal dude. Sure. And then he's like, <laughs> hey, I think going? I see some people on the other side of the street that are threatening us. <laughs> I think I'm going to go do a murder. Don't you dissonance my little narrative, Chase. <laughs> Don't you it's do back, it. baby. You it's thought back. little narrative dissonance was dead. It's back. <laughs> we're, we're back in it, baby. Uh, yeah, no, Nathan Drake is going to kill a bunch of people and then come back, like holster his gun and be like, all right, so let's party. Shots, anybody? They were they were smuggling things. It's okay, guys. Those were don't worry, guys. Those were bad guys. Mm-hmm. I'm those a, were henchmen. I'm a good guy, right, guys? I'm the good guy. Nobody has anything to say about it, right? I do have a gun. I brought a gun to this party, everyone. Not only did I bring a gun, I brought guns, also <laughs> yeah, explosives. <laughs> also, I will run you over with a jeep if I need to. I can probably build a grenade if you give me enough things. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, no, the party's going to end poorly. Azura's going to fight Nathan Drake. It's going to go bad. Slippy's going to cry. Don't want to be there. 
Slippy, yeah, Slippy crying between Asura and Nathan Drake. Would it be like Asura would pick on Slippy because Asura is just mad, and then Nathan Drake would be like, hey, you're a bad guy because you're picking on this misguided frog. I'm going to do a murder. So I'm going to do a murder on you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it would would not turn out great. That's a bad 21st podcast birthday. That would be, and you're just alone drinking in the corner. (laughs) Yeah, correct. Why does no one love me? (laughs) And Sam Fisher shows up and gives you a present. Going dark. Does he have a does he have a, a catchphrase at all? Or is it just the sound of his goggles? The Yeah, just that that low electric wind up noise. I think that's it. Also another game made by Clint Hawking. Ludo narrative, narrative dissonance, dissonance fame. <laughs> Mr. Ludo narrative dissonance himself. Okay, good. I think that's good enough. That was good. Happy birthday, podcast twenty first. You can drink now. Twenty first birthday podcast. We got a review. We got another review. Ooh. What did it say? Nothing. It was just the one where you click five stars. Beautiful. My favorite. Yes. Just quick and to the point. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. If you write a review, if you take the time out of your day to write a review, I will read it here. And we will give you praise and admiration Mm -hmm. and kisses electronically through the podcast correct okay. covid kisses are a bad idea but COVID electronic kisses. kisses are things we can give you <laughs> i guess that it should be said you you will need to request the kisses i don't want to do this unless you my are okay with it. covid kisses <laughs> it's my favorite chance the rapper song <laughs> uh, so if oh, you do man. want kisses um put that in your review uh, at the end of it after you are done telling how everyone how much you like it just parentheses kisses and then we'll 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 do stuff for you we'll do it we'll make some noises uh for example or real a real smooch on that, that was a we're bordering on smooching that was a smacker uh so yeah please do that or don't or just continue listening that's okay too yeah we'll have you either way just live your life just live your fucking life man mm-hmm. hamilton's on disney plus that's pretty good you can go watch that it was fun i enjoyed it pretty good mm-hmm good stuff now i have something to talk about with my girlfriend which is very good hamilton hamilton rather than just animal crossing what are your discussions on hamilton revolve around mostly if lin-manuel miranda could do a manual Mm. and how sick and how sick would it be and would he hit his shins afterwards would he hit his shins his shin manuel miranda's (laughs) so stupid okay uh let's see what else i think that's it uh do you have any gaming wisdom for us david um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, re- I really pulled the rug out from you there in life you have a choice okay you can be a winston or you can be a donkey kong oh right now our world is full of donkey kongs mm. we need more winstons mm. the world needs heroes as opposed to villains so are you in <laughs> is that what he says at the end of the speech are you ready are you in? Are you with me? Are you Are you with me? Oh my god, I can't do it for, for shit. <laughs> wow. She says something. I don't... He says something like that. Are you blank me? Are you with me? Is what are he you says. With me? The world needs us now more than ever. Smirk. Are you with me? Hi there. Dun, 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 dun. You gotta play Overwatch again. The game's very good. Yeah, that's a good game. So yeah, choose to be Winston. Don't choose to be Donkey Kong. If you're gonna choose to be a anthropomorphized ape of any sort yeah 
that's your that's your wisdom of the week. This one's a challenging gaming wisdom for me. I gotta say, what you got? Um, I I never don't play Donkey Kong. I know, Chase. You're showing everybody your true colors now. I think this might be the final episode of <laughs> Video Game Podimism. David's finally shown his disdain for Donkey Kong is too deep to continue moving. Chase, just, Chase is just actually going to reveal that his podcast will now be called Video Game Pessimism. It's only me. It's Donkey Kong all the time. It's just Chase talking to himself pretending to be Donkey Kong. It will have one episode. I'm called I'm Sorry World. <laughs> Name of the Do episode. I usually do gaming wisdom? Do I do one too? You did for a while and then you stopped doing it because Yeah. Usually the joke is that you do one that's very well thought out and then I do like a little fart joke or something. I haven't been feeling them lately. I don't know. Okay. I can take over for a little while if you want to tag me in. I'll, I'm tagging you in. Here. Okay, let's let's do the relay here. This was your last one for a little while, so you can have a little a, a video game break, as you said. Okay, cool. And then I'll I'll tag in here, and then I'll do the next couple. Sounds like a plan. Great. Uh, here's my video game wisdom. Let's hear it. Donkey Kong is a hero. <laughs> I'm tagging back in. This ain't this ain't right. I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm it didn't back. take much. You just needed to to be jealous of the segment <laughs> that I was making a mockery of, and you're you're back. I'm not in jealous. It. I'm not jealous, Chase. I am. I'm defensive. I am moved to to action in the face of injustice and and lies. Welcome back, David, to your rightful throne. Video game wisdom of the week: Don't let your friends lie to you so they can. <laughs> take steal away your fucking segments. This is mine. Steal your segment and then mock you with lies okay jesus moral of the story don't trust your friends kids bye bye, bye. <laughs>